You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Prue. Michael, it is great to see you. Your cheeks are getting a little rosy because I don't think we've ever done this many podcasts in one session ever. We we, we have um, we've popped a lot of corks. Yep, bottle popping. And I'm 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 ready to pop a no. Oh, what? I don't think it's what it, I don't think it is what you think it is. I. All right. Let's 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 at least line this one up before I go. Okay, okay. I think we have to talk about what has happened here. Okay. Well, that's true, but hold on. So a while a while back, I posted a uh, thing on Facebook, Michael Pinkus Wine Review yep. on Facebook, and I had tried four gamets in one night, and um, I I did my taste it again notes as I usually do. Yep. And uh, I and you threw in how come you never do these with me no 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 no. i, I have to say it the way that i posted it on facebook because oh, okay. i was being a smart ass it's just like may i ask you why you never bring those wines to my house correct because i always usually bring riesling because i have an abundance a surplus of, of riesling that your wife will no longer drink and and so i i thought all right if you want me to bring some uh some gamay along i will do it we'll do a four tasting of gamay and michael yeah, may the force be with you. Oh my god! So I just pulled the uh, the capsules off of four gamay. I've got yep. one from uh, Beaujolais, which we both are big fans of, and uh, three from Ontario, all from the same. No, two from the same year, one from another year. So we'll do them in year, um, and we're gonna taste them blind as I pop the cork. And my yell is for this uh, Vigneron, Vigneron Mont Votre Fleury 2009. I think it might just be the amount of wine we've tasted today, this, but I think your French is getting better. This looks exactly like a plastic cork, and I it does not. It doesn't feel like it though. I, I I felt it. I touched the cork. It feels like that sugar cane. That it's plastic. It's not plastic. It is not plastic. I am not happy with this. This is the sugarcane material that Thomas that was talking to us about. That doesn't make it any better. Thomas Bichalder was talking to us about this type of material as one of the potential like futures of... It does not smell like plastic. It does doesn't it have a like burnt sugar? rubber. It doesn't smell like sugar. Okay, I get what you're saying. I don't think sugarcane smells like sugar. You don't need to fill my glass right up. You like gamay. So, all right. So, we're going to do four gamays. Smells great. It smells great. Dude, this is this is not plastic. All right. Well, maybe I'll give you that. Listen, I'm 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 with you. Uh, I know Bruce Walner uh, of the Somme Factory and Grand Cru Deli is a big fan of the hashtag Corks are for Dorks. And the more we get into older wines and 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 watching the challenge, it is opening older wines uh, that come from your cellar. I'm subscribing to that. I mean, there's just something really unsatisfying about having a cork disintegrate, even in your proper seller disintegrate or plastic plastic always makes me sad i'm really not sure mm. you know what it's a 2009 fleury mm. um i think just once again people underestimate how gamay can age it, it listen i don't know if it's, it's in my head or anything it does have like a little bit of like the burnt rubber to it i don't know if that's from the cork or just from the i'm, I'm kind of getting it too i'm getting a very strange kind of flavor that i'm not happy about i'm i'm worried that we're drinking with our eyes though because you you and i are like we've we've had plastic cork we've had like the black plastic and 
you've tasted probably more um, older Gamay than I have. I'm getting kind of a leathery note. Is that mm-hmm. something that you usually get in mm-hmm. in older Gamay? Yeah, older older Gamay I find evolves um, fairly similar to older um, older Bordeaux. But I am, I am. But it usually retains a little bit more of its um, its fruitiness, a little bit more of the freshness. Freshness is falling off of this one. Um, I mean, this is a 2009 Fleury. I probably would have aged it this long as well. I'm a little disappointed by it. I I, I find that, uh, yeah, I'm sad by that. I don't know if I would. I don't know. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, we're out. We're out. Okay. Okay. So so let's just once again. It is Vigneronmont. Uh, Vigneronmont Votre, your your winemaker. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, okay. Vigneronmont. So, I brought I brought this out because during my tasting, um, I was supremely disappointed in this bottle of wine, and I remember thinking to myself during my tasting, I wonder what Andre would think of this. And as it turns out. I must have really liked this bottle um, when it came out. When it came out, so I, he... I bought a, a couple of them, and lo and behold, now I am—I'm going to say stuck, but hopefully not. Maybe I just got a you know some bottle variation. This is the Stratus 2012 Gamay that I wrote about, uh, and I and I I remember that I said, you know, there's something interesting about it, but it's that 14.5 percent alcohol. That really gets in the way, and and I don't think at any point does anybody expect fourteen point five percent alcohol in in their gamay. Um, the uh, the Vigneronmont is uh, what is what is the percentage on that one? Thirteen, and I think that's 13. pretty typical okay. of gamay. So JL obviously makes a very different style of gamay, and in twelve we got well, a very the thing about hot. J- here's the thing about JL and gamay and Stratus is there is no consistency in the style. Of which he makes it. There have been some years where it's been a little bit more refined and elegant and laid back. And there's been other years where he's let the heat pummel the fruit and do what it's doing. Like the 2016 Gamay he made. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it had the 2016. But it had, but in a hot vintage, it would. It, I think it but, had. But alcohol was alcohol. alcohol. No, alcohol was a little bit higher oh. on that one. It was uh, a little bit warmer, but it it still held on to the vari- varietal characteristics. Let's just. So here, I'm going to fact check myself here. But here, you, you here talk. we are. Talk here amongst we are yourselves. With a 2012 hot vintage Ontario. Um, I remember loving this wine when it, when it came out and thinking, wow, that's that's really lovely. And for some reason, I just let it sit in the cellar, thinking 2012, I should have no problem with it, not realizing that it's, you know, Gamay, which should be young, fruity, enjoyable. And now we're drinking this out of... Oh, my last notes are on the 2012. I haven't tasted 2016 Gamay. I am... Incorrect. Let me uh, let me take a look at this. I taste the last time I tasted this wine was April twelfth, twenty fifteen, and so this I was a scored. I scored this wine four plus stars, and my original note was, "What if Beaujolais in California had a child?" Yeah, and 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 probably mine would have been similar. Fourteen and a half percent. That's mammoth. But I now we're 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 drinking it out of a, a burgundy glass which i i think is exactly where beaujolais should sit you know considering where they are in the uh, i like it i still like it. it listen um 
I think it's one thing that you and I are are and, and I think virtually everyone writing about Ontario wine is still guilty of is comparing our wines to other regions. And I think when you see Gamay on the bottle, our mind immediately goes to Beaujolais. And I think we have some really great producers who are getting outside the box of making Gamay in the style of Beaujolais and, and making it their own. Uh, Shiraz, Madiar at Malivoire. I, I think it's, is still making the best Gamay in the but province. But here's the thing is the, the last Courtney Gamay that I tasted, it's not Cru Beaujolais. There's no frame of reference. It's the way he deals with, with oak. It's a little bit more oaked than most of what you'd find in Beaujolais. But it's still a really well put together expression of the grape and of the wine. It it, it tastes great. I, I think it's great that JL has been experimenting with this without um, without you know tipping his hat to Beaujolais. I st- I still find this extremely hot. Um, I, I I I find it not well integrated. I thought the oak was coming out on it. it uh, just... I, I I feel like this is. When I talked about in my original note how this is, what if Beaujolais and California had a child, this feels a little bit more like the Gamay interpretation of California Pinot. Does that make sense? It's got a California Pinot vibe to it, but it still has its acid. Like Cal- It's still got the acid back. California Pinot, I always think of lots of cherry. This, I, I don't know. I'm getting cherry and chocolate on this. See, I don't know. It's, where it's you, Black Forest cake. I don't know where you are on that. I I find this to be. I'm still getting a bit of spice on the finish too. I, I get a lot of spice. I get the acidity, but I'm I'm getting alcohol heat and I'm getting wood. I am not getting fruit, and I don't know if it needs time to open up a little bit. Well, you know what? Why don't we go through the other two and maybe come back to this? Um, here's the final thing I'll say about it though, as. As a gamay, is this something I would put in the lineup of the best gamay in Ontario? Probably not. As a unique wine made by JL, made by Stratus, I think he can be very proud of what he's done. Unique, yes. It's a unique mm-hmm. wine. But should I have aged it this long? I don't. I don't know. I really. Don't. I also don't know because get. Okay, when I was in Beaujolais, I know I've said it on the podcast before. The first time I visited Dominique Piron, we opened a 1990 Morgan. Oh, I love Piron, but go on. But 1990 Morgon that was still completely fresh and fruity, and that's in a proper French cellar, properly aged. Like Gamay, well-made Gamay, has the aging potential. I, I see. I just don't. I don't and, and, I, and I think I'm with you on this, where maybe this has gone on too long. I don't know if it's going to have a second life. I don't find that fresh. I it's find not it hard to drink. I would find that more along the lines of Syrah and um, and uh, it's California Pinot and Zin. It's California yeah. Pinot. Yeah. Which is which? Well, I, I would I would throw it a little bit further. California Syrah is in kind of a blend almost, hmm. a little different. I'm not so, getting I'm not getting like the the tea leaf that I usually get from those. So here we go. Uh, same year, 2012. Okay. And we're looking at a, a fielding gamay, but instead of under cork, which JL put it under, or 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 Stratus put it under, this is under a, a screw cap. So let's see if uh, fielding was able to maintain. That freshness, that fruitiness. Oh, it's it's showing its age. And um, oh, that's actually and, weird. And see here, we're, we're, we've dropped two percent. This is two. Uh, this is twelve and a half percent. And I'm going to assume that that is uh, well. It says Niagara Peninsula, so it doesn't really tell us where the grapes are from. And um, and uh, Stratus is Niagara on the lake. So Fielding um, obviously just brought fruit in from the peninsula 
uh, not necessarily from their own vineyard, whereas Stratus is definitely their own vineyard. This is beefy. Beefy? Yeah, it's beef jerky. Hmm. Uh, there is a funkiness to it, and I'm getting it. Uh, I don't want to say beef jerky because it's not smoky. It's 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 not it's not Syrah. It's not smoky. It's, but it's definitely like, it's it's steak. Like it's 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 cooking beef. Cherry's a little bit dried out. It doesn't have the mm. alcohol heat, which I like. I, I don't think this is held on as well as I would hope it would too. I find I find this a little bit more drinkable than the Stratus. I think it's on par. Um, the Stratus I find too hot. The feeling I find very light, and it's kind of where I'm expecting Ontario. You know, I, I, I think to be. I think it comes it comes down again to the fact that you and I are both a little bit guilty of looking for those wines to put in the cellar and talking about the wines that go in the cellar. Maybe it's just with Gamay from Ontario. You got to drink them within two three years. I think there are some that we should drink within two years. Courtney is supposed to be drank with a little bit of age on it. I don't know if I'd put ten years on it, but five years, I think we would, we'd be in the in the realm. This obviously is now seven years. Uh, you know, sipping into it a little bit more, like a little bit more of the like candied cherry and and spices coming out. I, I think the the thing that we've done wrong is we've opened them and drank them right away on the podcast. I, I think I think there's. Um, I think there's some ageability, or some some open ability, open ability okay. that we that we should have gone with to see. So, I think the uh, the, the the fleury is is okay. completely gone. I'm going back to the fleury while you're opening the next one. So I'm I'm opening here uh, again under uh, under cork. We have a Huff Estate. Now that we're from a winemaker. Um, What's in, the VQA designation on that? The VQA is actually Creek Shores, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Creek Shores. So mm. it's Niagara fruit. Taste this. Oh, yeah, well, why don't you just pour it in the glass? I don't I don't trust whatever kind of uh, disease you may have. It's the Fleury, and it's... Uh, it's opening a little bit. It's opened up a lot, and that's just in the 16 minutes since we've hit record. That's fairly drinkable, I would say. That's very drinkable. Surprisingly. So, uh, so yeah, Beaujolais obviously knows what they're doing. let's let's just go right out there but this is so this is a huff estates creek shore 2013 gamay so 13 cooler vintage uh obviously niagara fruit now they've they've brought the fruit or or the i would have to go that it's poopy that they they brought down to uh to the county and you don't you don't see a lot of gamay in the county no so Ooh, this is hard funk. This is this is James Brown right here. Yeah, this is. Uh, well, I don't know. This is. Uh, we got the. We, funk. We, we got some. We got some Parliament going on yeah, in here. Parliament. That's what I'm talking about. George Clinton. Parliament. Yep, yep. yep. Who's got the funk? It's a little bit of the. Gotta have that funk. The Shaft soundtrack. We got the funk. Oh, this is so funky. Gotta have that funk. Uh, could we be any whiter? We are definitely white. And we have the white buns on the table to prove it. But you're not sitting on the table. There's actual white buns on the mm-hmm. table. Yeah, it tastes pretty good. Uh, Actually, it's, it's, 
It is still kind of funky in there, kind of it's earthy. It's like, like a sour a sour cherry, a ripe cherry, uh, but a lot of spice. This is the spiciest gamay on this table. It's very interesting. And uh, so the, the question, I guess, is, so we've got um, we've got a 10-year-old, obviously, from from Beaujolais. We've got 7-year-old Ontario, Niagara-on-the-Lake, uh, Niagara Peninsula. And then we also have a 13 from Creekshore, so another Niagara cooler vintage does ontario gamay age i guess that's the, the the big question should i be sticking this stuff in my cellar on something that i think is is sellerable or should i just be you know when i when i really love it as a four plus should i be shoving it in my in my gullet and going uh yabba dub dub uh, i want to drink that so stratus is good the stratus is a good wine I, I find it hard to drink. I still find it hard. I still find it harsh. I find that alcohol hard. I find the the oaking the, hard. It's listen, a there, very there, tough. I'm not. To I'm not going to lie. There is a lot of oak on this, but is it is it obtuse? Is it is it Chilean Chardonnay obtuse? No. It's fourteen and a half percent. It's hard. Uh, I find it hard to drink. You may like that one, but if somebody's got that in their cellar and and they're listen, thinking about I, it, I would I would recommend going in cracking the bottle or pulling the cork anyway and give us your opinion i'd love to find out if, if i'm wrong or andre seems to like that kind of no wine. no no, no. But, but i think we're of a, a different mindset with this because this is a gamay tasting we have four examples of gamay on the table is this gamay if i'm blind tasting this is this gamay no if i'm blind tasting this this is california pinot with a little bit more acid in my mind this is a well-made california pinot is it ontario gamay not really. I'm uh, I'm leaning, and my my tastes are leaning towards this fielding 2012. I think it's my yeah, number yeah, one. Yeah, let's wine. go back to it. Uh, I'll pour it for you. Thank you. Um, I really think that uh, you know lower alcohol. It's it's not fresh, but it's got a little pencil shaving to it. It's got a little funk on the nose. That's not really you know screaming i've got to taste it but once you get it in your on once you get it in your mouth that mouth okay. and that, into your gob <laughs> you, you, yeah you of, literally forgot the word for mouth michael congratulations i was going for gob but i couldn't remember what it was <laughs> but the moment you get it in your gob it's like you know what i like i like the lower acidity i mean i like the lower alcohol i like the funkiness of the fruit I'm but liking here's the, the thing raspberry is the, 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 the funk cherry. The funk has blown off really quickly. Um, for me, this is really good Beaujolais Village. Yeah, but it's seven-year-old uh, Ontario. Mm. Gamay. I, you know what? My money's on the fielding under screw cap. I don't know. Maybe if Stratus You probably spent, what, 20 bucks on that? Uh, I'm going to say that's... Uh, anybody from fielding want to tell us how much they are, we're selling their 2012 Gamay from? But I'm thinking, yeah, it's got to be probably 20 bucks. Okay, that's that's my wine. That's my wine of choice. Before tonight. we wrap this up, let's go and uh, taste again James Brown's greatest hits. All right, so we got it. The the huff. We got so, the huff. So so far, I'm I'm leaning fielding on this uh, Vorgame tasting, and uh, the uh, Parliament. We got the funk. Oh, see this. <laughs> yeah, it's still there. It's still there. Although it's 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 waning a bit, and. Um, it's it's very earthy. It's an interesting wine. Listen, out of all four of these, am I disappointed we opened any of them? Not really. 
Do you regret holding on to some of them a little too long? Yes. Maybe? Yeah. Okay. It's not a maybe. I, uh, I was no, trying I'm, to be nice. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a strong yes. I, I shouldn't have held on. The huff was was really lovely in its youth. I I should have drank that just because it's thirteen. I'm sure all of these wines were great in their youth. And I mean that's the thing about it's the thing about Gamay. It's the thing about Gamay is that these are wines that are really great in their youth. They have that fresh, vibrant fruitiness and they don't need to spend a lot of time in a cellar. No. And, and and that proves it. But I I uh, I'm going fielding. That's mine. That's if I was if I was to have a glass of that tonight with dinner, I believe you're doing sausages, I would go with the fielding. So if you had to pick a wine, gun to your head, pick a wine. Pull the trigger. You're dead. I'm dead. You don't you don't like any of them. I, I really don't think any of these benefited from time in a cellar. And I know oh. for a fact I have wines from other producers, Chateau Tivain. Dominique Piron that we've mentioned that are aging gracefully in my in my collection. And, and let's be honest, it's not an indictment on the wines or what they are. It's just, I think aging Gamay might be a little bit more finicky than I originally thought. Well, there you have it. From two guys talking wine. Well, one guy because I'm dead. Oh, that's right. So one guy's talking wine, the other guy is bleeding on the floor. And it's amazing how I didn't even try to stop you. I just immediately pulled the trigger. <laughs> pulled the trigger. Just, all right, you're gone. All right. So now that we've made tasteless jokes about uh, me being shot in the head, um, Patreon. Patreon.com. Please uh, consider helping us keep this podcast good. I've obviously, I've obviously got to buy a gun. I don't know how good this episode was, but uh, Michael and I really love Gamay, and this was an interesting experiment in old Gamay. Uh, and I still have to buy a gun, so Patreon would be the way for me to get it. Uh, Mike, Michael, you never cease to amaze me at how tasteless you can go. I've, I'm Michael Pincus of MichaelPincusWineReview.com. Please follow me on social media. <laughs> I'm Andre Pru of AndreWineReview.ca and Andre Wine Review on everything. Uh, good night. Yeah. <laughs> so, this, uh, I don't know. I, Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes.